0: section 25 of edmond dantes this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org edmond dantes by edmond flag chapter 23 the sack of the tuileries scarcely had the carriages conveying the royal family disappeared on their flight towards saint cloud when the whole mass of the populace poured as with one simultaneous purpose into the deserted palace the palais bourbon had already been sacked a like fate might be supposed to await the tuileries but the tuileries belonged to france not to the house of orleans and a certain respect was observed for everything but the insignia of royalty for these was shown no regard the throne itself of the state reception-room that throne on which sat louis-philippe for the first time as king of the french ere the Tuileries became his throne was torn from its base and having been hurled first in derision from the windows into the court was borne in mock triumph on the shoulders of men who shouted that now the throne was indeed supported by the people to the place de la bastille and there consumed to ashes in the courtyard in the rue de rivoli and on the quays huge fires roared fanned into fury by a hurricane of wind and fed by richly carved furniture gilded chairs canopies pianos sofas beds costly paintings splendid works of art and the royal carriages glittering with gold the magnificent tapestries of the gobelins were borne as streamers in frantic fury along the boulevards the mischievous gamons were frolicking about in the long scarlet robes worn upon court occasions which they had filched from the royal wardrobe the esquitoire of the king the key having been found in a teacup was ransacked and private letters books and the garments of ladies were strewn about the court and gardens of the Tuileries the cellars of the palace were soon filled with the insurgents but they declared the wine bad as it never remained long enough in the cellars of kings to get good destruction not pillage seemed the order of the hour and to guard against robbery the people took upon themselves the arrest and punishment of offenders the walls bore the menace robbers shall die in several instances the threat was carried into immediate execution and bodies suffered to lie on the spot upon which they had been cut down bore on their breasts the label thief in terrible warning sentinels also stood at the gates and no one was allowed to leave the palace without rigorous search in the apartments of the duchess of orleans the table was found spread for the dinner of herself and her children upon the table were the little silver cups forks and spoons of the young princes and on the floor were scattered their costly toys the latter were gathered carefully up by a workman in a blouse and as carefully concealed in a corner the former together with all jewels and other valuables found in the apartments of the duchess were deposited in a bathing tub on which a workman seated himself as guard and suffered no one to approach until the aforesaid valuables could be conveyed by a detachment of the polytechnic school to the government treasury the story runs that on the night succeeding the sack of the tuileries the conquerors chose a king and queen and that in the palace hall was spread a banquet composed of the viands found in the royal kitchen and the wines found in the royal cellars the queen who was a soubrette more noticeable for beauty than for cleanliness of person garbed in royal robes which she well became and with a coronet upon her stately brow was seated in a chair of state and received the most extravagant homage from her willing subjects while groups of gamins in the long crimson liveries of the royal household boisterously frolicked before the saint-culotte court amid roars of merriment End of section twenty-five.